from the YBA Phoenix Fitness 24-7 Basketball Facility in Rockland, California. It's About That Life Podcast with your host, Coach C. Collins and Coach MJ. Hey, how you doing? I'm Coach C. Collins. Normally Marcus here from uh, GGT, but unfortunately he's out of town this weekend, so it's just me by myself. Um, however, I'm not by myself because I got a guest here um, uh, and we'll get to that in a second and this should be a really good fun episode I mean I'm always optimistic about these episodes Uh, everybody's been really cool guests I've been getting a good walk of life Uh, again before we get into everything if you uh, feel so inclined you're checking us out on YouTube maybe hit that subscribe and like button if you're listening to us um, maybe hit the follow, you know, uh, leave a comment, leave a review. Um, if not, don't, you know, it's all good either way. Just enjoy it and, uh, ch- uh, leave some input if you feel like it, right? Uh, it's appreciated any other way. One small click for you, big help for, big help for us in the, on this show. Um, let's get straight into it. You know, shout out to my sponsors, Dr. Dish, uh, best shooting machine on the market. They have the home edition, the rebel, the all-star go ahead and check them out. Uh, you know, it's that time of the season, uh, high school's kicking in. So for you elementary kids, middle school kids, Hey, step your game up, especially for you eighth graders, you're transitioning to uh, high school soon. Mm-hmm. Hey, it's time to get those shots up, get, get, get your game right. And, uh, they have a multitude of options. Tell them about that life sent you to hook you up. Uh, also shout out to West coast legends. If you're looking for jerseys, sublimation, um, anything that has to do with apparel, uh, uh, t-shirts, uh, for events, things like that, go ahead, hit them up. All their links will obviously be in the description and, uh, you know, feel free to check them out, but let's move on to our guests. So, uh, this guest is, um, is family. Uh, uh, we, <laughs> I've literally watched this man grow up he's watched me grow up um uh, we have a lot of funny stories a lot of mm. uh a lot of fuckery we <laughs> on mm. top of <laughs> everything else that's happened um is he he's visiting from portland he also uh played you know high level ball we're gonna get all into that and also uh is part of an organization called international elite an adidas sponsor program uh out of portland as well uh, I've sent a couple kids his way, and, and grateful I, for that. I appreciate that, and then uh, that, <laughs> I think they had a. Though I know they had a, overall a good positive experience. Um, met his coaches. We've all hung out. Uh, just good brothers, good dudes. Um, uh, this is my this is my little brother. Um, I'm very proud of who he is and and what he's done. He's here visiting, so we said, you know, hey, you're here visiting. Mm-hmm. Come jump on the show, you say your to. story, right? Uh, originally we were supposed to have KP today. KP was just burnt out. After a coach and he coached twelve games and and coached against me in the championship, unfortunately beat me. Got so, you. He did. Yeah, he got you. Uh, that's that's. Hey, to be fair, that's only his second win. I've been beating him a lot more, but he won. Though, We're, talking so. <laughs> We're talking about now. We're talking about now. But no, it's um. Shout out to UKP. Uh, he should be coming back this Thursday. Uh, so we should have a good episode when he's here because I know, and this is the director of Team Arsenal for those who don't know, uh, Team Arsenal in Northern California. So uh, really look forward to having him too. Uh, but without further ado, let me let me introduce my guest, Webster Moreland. Oh, man. So, <laughs> yes, at the said, government. He said the real man. <laughs> he said the real man. How you doing, man? I'm good, man. I'm good. Bless. 
Blessing highly favored. You know when you rub your knees? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, knees, that's, that's blessing what... highly favored. <laughs> God is good, ain't he? If you guys can't tell, it's going to be a funny episode. <laughs> pretty, pretty pretty, similar to when Lance was here, man. This, this, this should be pretty good. Yeah, God is good. Man. <laughs> so let's, let's get straight into it. Let's talk about your history with hoop. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, go. you can go from high school up, you know, uh, your AAU programs, obviously, if you did play AAU, you know, your major one or two or whatever, you know, whichever mm-hmm. ones are. Just let the people know uh, kind of your basketball background. Man, man, it's been a journey. It's been a journey, man. You know, my background was so, you know, how it was so unconventional, man, and, and um, some of the steps that I took. Uh, man, it is hot. Well, you got that heat yeah, on. My, my bad. I, I, yeah, yeah know, first of all, got... man, this the setting in here, man, is amazing. The Thank ambiance. you. Thank you ever been into um, – <laughs> To your parents, uh, soul parents, you know, these people from a diverse background. You go around, you got you got some, you know, some African figures. Everybody had that Black Panther. Yeah, yeah, the, the Black, Black Panther, Panther on the table. You like that? Yeah, man, this is bringing me back. And try know. to have the hoop on the walls. Or try yeah, to have the ambiance. I'm surprised man. you don't have like the, um, you know, what's the plastic that was on the couch? Yeah, 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 you know, yeah. The can... pla- yeah, <laughs> yeah I, no, I didn't want it. I wanted the couch to be. Yeah, I'm surprised you ain't got it. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, my bas- basketball journey, man, has been crazy. Um, like I said, it was unconventional. Like when, kind of when we was coming up, you know, when I graduated in 2005, like basketball, the AAU wasn't hitting as much. You know, it was more about going to camps and, you know, you heard about the ABC. Of course, of course, yeah. Those um, superstar camps and type those type of things. So it was more that than, oh, let me, all these AAU programs, these dominant AAU programs right. and stuff. So the AAU wasn't really prominent. You know, you, you played local and that's what you did um, at the time. And, you know, for high school, which also – I think hurt me when it comes to like that growth and that development. Yeah. And so like, I think that's a part of why, you know, I do take, you know, coaching AAU a lot more serious because it's like, Oh, if I would have, man, all I needed to do was play in one of these tournaments. Right. You right. Know, with my skill set, you know, and, and that, you know, when it comes to the, the, the dynamic of your household and when it comes to the financial standpoint, it's like, all right, well, there is a team, you know, in Oakland, that you can go play for, but <laughs> hey, you got to be at practice. Right, right? right. And I remember, you know, when I forgot what the coach was that called my mom, you know, it was like, you got to be at practice. And my mom was like, yeah, that ain't happening. <laughs> 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 like, you know, single mom, five kids. Yeah, you know? man. So, you know, again, it's just like, all right, well, let me concentrate in, you know, uh, honing my skills in high school um, and, and see what that takes me. So, you know, high school, um, went to Vanden High School. Shout out to the Vikings, man. The program is definitely on fire. Now, yeah, shout man. out to uh, Coach Holloway yeah, Coach and Holloway everything. He's he's thing. he he has a tendency to send me his van and kids. So yeah, uh, splash for him, yeah, man. Yeah, Appreciate man. you, brother. He, he, he's doing his thing, man. Me and, and they Michael, and they man. won state what two two, two years? Well, pre COVID, right? They yeah. Well, they didn't state. win state, but they've been the girls, you know, which is yeah. you know my auntie and my uncle, <laughs> Coach Allison and Coach Jake, right? Which is my auntie and uncle. Uh, yeah, they won state about probably four years ago. Nice. Probably the biggest upset I ever seen in my life. <laughs> um, yeah, man, I, I, I've never. I'm telling you, this is this is going off. You know, going off, but I've never been so emotional in a basketball game into that state championship game. Wow. Like, cause my sister's yeah, on the yeah, team. Yeah, you know, yeah. Ariel was on the team. Yeah. Right? And 
They playing against Matter Day. I'm telling right. you, I'm saying like seven high major D1 players. You know, you're going right. to Duke and Maryland and all this other stuff, right? You're like, yeah, good yeah. Luck. I'm like, good woo. luck. <laughs> yeah, it's been a good journey. It's been a good journey. And for them to come back and win that state championship game, dude, I'm telling you, man, I had some thug tears. Some thug tears. You know, you gotta keep it hard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thug, yeah, thug tears. tears. Thug yeah. tears. I feel it. Um, but yeah, shout out to shout out to Van. So that was where my journey was started. And you know, I like to take I like to take credit, and people don't say it, but it's like, man, we wasn't really winning. Mm-hmm. Like we wasn't going to playoffs and stuff like that. And um, we had some um, guys that was getting looked at, but man, we just couldn't get over the hump. Yeah. And so my senior year came and, you know, we kind of changed the culture and that's where we, it's funny because we end up having a good season, um, get into playoffs. We haven't been to playoffs for like five years or so, got the playoffs and then we ran into a uh, sack high first round. <laughs> That was what. Uh, oh, shout out to uh, Matt, right? Matt, Matt yeah, Johnson. That's my guy, man. Matt Johnson. Matt. He wants. He's a, he's he's coaching at Sierra right now, but he he wants to do the show. Too. Yeah, he Matt, you gotta me. bring Matt in, yeah, man. man. Dude, they boxing won me, man. <laughs> I mean, I think they had like eight or nine D one dudes on that team. <laughs> I've never seen a team like that ever right. assembled. They were they were the Avengers. Um, yeah, like what the hell? Why were they playing <laughs> Division Three? There wasn't no open. Right, you know how they right, got the right. open yeah, league yeah, yeah. and stuff now. I'm like, man, they needed to be in the open league. So. Yeah, man, my journey uh, it ended, <laughs> but we like we got back, we got to playoffs, and then honestly, man, that changed the culture because from there, since 2005, it's been like a pretty consistent right showing. So you know, self proclaim, I'm taking some, I'm taking some love for the success. You know what I'm saying? I'm old head, you man. you were the catalyst. You were you yeah, were part you of know, that starting process. The, you know, my boy Tommy Higgins said this to me in college: the older you get the better I was. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Right. I don't remember the older, get, the yeah. older you get, the better I was. I like that. I you know like what I'm that. saying? So um, that was my journey at Vanden. Um, definitely one of the top players in the area. Um, one of the top players, um, you know, in NorCal at the time. And so I got a lot of looks. Um, obviously having grade problems and, you know, not really understanding the educational piece behind it, being a student athlete. So the people that's listening to that, yeah, the um, kid, the kids the too, kids, they, they, because they listen to the show. Yeah, being a student athlete is major, major, man. And I didn't understand. Mm-hmm. I didn't really have, you know, I didn't have that um, understanding. You know, when I was in high school, you know, you think you could just hoop, and then you know, me being a two star athlete, right? Um, with uh, with basketball and track, you just think you can. I'm just, I'm, I'm a hoop. I'm gonna do track. It's all gonna shake out, and it's all gonna work out. Not how Not it works. The case. Yeah. Not yeah. the case, right? And yeah. so. Um, all the people that was interested, no matter all conference, you know, all county, all whatever, yeah, you barely got a 2.0. Like, yeah, yeah, you got to go JUCO route. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, um, yeah, so, you know, that's what, that was the next step. So, I, you know, accomplished pretty much all you could in on the high school level you know, when it comes to individual accolades um, from basketball and track. And then, you know, went to – Sac City. Yeah. You know, which I don't know why the hell <laughs> I chose Sac City over, <laughs> you know, some good, you know, reputable colleges. Right. But I think what really got over the hump is, you know, I I, I did track. I love track for other reasons. Right, right. You know, as a loyal, faithful man, husband, you know, I did track for other reasons. <laughs> you know, um, but, of you know, I did it, but it was like still the track program at Sac City was like, you know, one of the coaches I really was like, man, I really, I was like, dude, I can, you know, I want to go there. 
And so basketball, I didn't, the basketball coach, you know, obviously, I don't want to say nothing bad, but it was like, it probably wasn't the best experience for me. Yeah. Obviously, you know, as well too. Right. Coach um, Jones, yeah. Coach Andrew Jones. Yeah. So I messed, that was a big, you know, I think it was a big mistake on my part for my basketball journey, um, which cost me. It did cost me, you know, having a decent freshman year and then being highly scouted going into my sophomore year from JUCO, um, end up uh, having fall out of love my sophomore year and quitting. Yeah. Um, which obviously you get blackballed and the scholarships right, right, and everything right, right. else. You don't, you know, the people that was talking to you ain't talking to you no more. The letters, you know, right. you got all these damn letters and then um, you see yourself in a situation you're like, man, what the hell? Like, was it worth it? And, you know, as I look back at 34 years old, me at 18 or 19, and I'm like, I stayed insane. I'm like, dude, it was not worth it. Right. But you think you know everything. Right, right? of course. You know, at 19, I know it all. You know what I'm saying? It's funny how um, that works, right? Very funny. Um, <laughs> humbling experience. So I end up going to Chico State um, for track and basketball. Um, you know, some people know this. Uh, right before I left, I broke my leg hmm. on some straight bullshit. Yeah, I remember that story. <laughs> <laughs> so right before I'm, you know, I was supposed to go play the next, the second uh, semester um, and broke my leg, you know, in a situation I shouldn't have been in. Um, but you know, and that actually, so it held me from playing. So I didn't play my sophomore year cause I quit. And then I'm out a year and a half, um, for my, you know, on IR essentially until my leg got better. Right. When I was supposed to play at Chico coach, they made coach changes and you know how that go. They right. bring yeah, yeah. people in, yeah. and, you know, and they recruit over you. Yeah. And you know how it go, yeah. man. And so, um, cause I haven't really, you know, I still technically didn't, haven't showed how, you know, my abilities, you know what I could do. Mm -hmm. um, so I end up leaving Chico, and that's where I went to Portland. You know, it's kind of like the uh, I'm kind of like a modern day Will Smith. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, modern day Will Smith. There was like, right. you know, you get in one little fight, your mom got scared. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're moving with your uncle in Portland. In Portland, <laughs> in Oregon. <laughs> <laughs> so and I, everybody's like, man, how the hell you end up in Portland? Right. Man? You know, uh, my uncle, my uncle's out there. You know, he was a a big basketball dude as well too, and so. You know, there were some schools that he was like, man, I want you to I want you to look at these. I know they're kind of a smaller schools or whatever. It was like five schools on the list. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, I think the biggest school was a D1 called Gardner-Webb, which um, I don't know if you guys remember a guy named Michael Lee. He was the – you might remember this because you're a basketball head. Yeah. The Syracuse versus Kansas game. Last shot. Hakeem Ward. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Blocked the kid in the corner. Yeah. That was Michael Lee. Oh. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that was I Michael do remember Lee. that. I didn't yeah. know. So wow. that's Michael I didn't know his Lee. name. He, so my my um uncle, he you know, my uncle coached him growing up and you know, Coach Lee coached my uncle. Mm -hmm. So it was a you know, a strong connection, right? And um, you know, so it was like Gardner Webb and it was like uh some other mid majors and then it was some D twos and some NAIs. And I didn't really know what NAI was and I went yeah. to this um school called Warner Pacific for a visit just because it was right up the street from my uncle's house. Mm -hmm. And I didn't really know much about it. And I started doing a little research on them and it was like, man, you know, this this team, I was like, man, you know, a lot of dudes is going overseas and, you know, they had a psychology they had the psychology degree, so all my stuff, you know, transferred over. Yeah. Um, man, I went into that gym. I thought it was a practice gym. I'm like, dude, this ain't <laughs> you know, I'm like, dude, this right, ain't right, this right. ain't um 
This it's not what you're used this to. This can't be the gym. You know, <laughs> going from Sac City and, and, you know, at Chico, you know what I'm saying? So it's bigger schools, you know, multiple gyms and stuff like that. So you're like, man, this is this can't be it. It's like this Christian school. You know, people floating around there. Oh, right, know, right. Singing. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, oh, you know, you got to go to chapel. I'm like, right, right, chapel. I don't, oh, I don't know what, Chris, I can't tell you what the hell made me say, like, man, I'm not going to even go visit no other school. Like, this is a school for you. I was like, man, I'm just going to be here. Rock this You know, up. my uncle was yeah. up the street, you know, obviously coming from a single household. You know, I ain't really had no real, you know, I got my uncles out here and family. You know how I go. Yeah. But it was like, man, just like somebody that can be constantly. My uncle out, if y'all know him, man, my uncle out in Portland is tough, man. He nails. Um, just to have somebody a little bit more abrasive and holding you accountable because it was like, you know, reality hit me. It's like, you about to be a man. Yeah. You know, well, I was a man and it was right. growing. And so I end up going to Warner Pack, Warner Pacific, man, you know, and dude, it, the rest was history, man. Had two hell of a years, um, accomplished everything you can on that level. And, and technically I could have probably asked for a year back because I never played, I didn't play enough games my sophomore year. So I could have got another year, but it was like, what else the hell did you accomplish? Right, right, right. You know, so all league. All American on both sports, so mm-hmm. all league, all American for track and basketball. So I mean, it was, you know, it was a, um, a good experience. Got my degree. Shout out to the student athletes, which is most important. Mm-hmm. You know, and from that, obviously, you know, when you get out of school and you kind of accomplish those things, you know, you're gonna get people. You know, you get agents hitting you up and um, teams that's interested in all these camps and you pay this or they, you know, G league tryouts and all this stuff mm-hmm. comes up, Yep. you know? So I flirted with a couple things and, um, the G league, I had a good G league tryout and, you know, some politic type stuff, you know, like it always is, yeah, you know, um, I think they had drafted, uh, I think Nolan Smith was doing some bounce, you know, from Duke, yeah, he yeah, was bouncing yeah. back and forth. And so it was okay. like, he's at, you know, he's doing the trials with us too. I'm like, why the hell is he from Duke? Why he's here? You right, know right, right, right. So, you know, we did some stuff, but again, it did enough for me to, um, you know, to market myself and, and get an agent. And so I went overseas and, and I played in Germany on a third level. Mm-hmm. You know, when you come from NAI, it's a grind. You know what I'm saying? You got to start, you got to start on somewhere. So, you know, to get in Europe, to get to Germany, which is, you know, people want to get there, you know, because BBL, the top league in Germany is one of the top, you know, European you know, countries to play in well, for people, basketball. And people need to understand that it's not all glamorous. It's not. You know what it, I mean? It's not. It's you know, not all it, glamorous. It's a, it work. was a good experience. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, so I get to Germany. Um, I play my first year kill. Um, great experience. You know, I mean, it's not. People are like, man, you didn't, you didn't make that much money. I, shit. I, we were surviving our financial aid. Yeah, exactly. So it was like, you know, <laughs> so it was like, dude, oh, man, you going to pay. You going to pay for my apartment. You yeah. going to give me you going to give me fly a check. Home, fly there. And yeah, you, and, fly and home. I, I get paid I'm to play traveling. basketball and if you want to do something extra you yeah. can do something well, extra and, and I, see right. my gig too which was sweet you know which was part of my contract i was able to work out of school so i was doing the, I uh remember i told you yeah. i was doing yeah. the, uh the english i was right. an english teacher so you basically collecting two checks yeah i'm t- english teacher in pe you know i don't know what the hell they saying to me go run off <laughs> 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 you gets, you gets. <laughs> You know, simple shit, right? right? So um the experience was crazy. So I always tell people, and yeah, I was able to bring back bread in my pocket, which actually helped me in life, honestly. When shit, we talk about the next step for financials and shit. But yeah. um, 
Yeah, man. So it's like, yeah. So I, you know, at that point, I was really, I was going to go back. We kind of had it planned out, which I was going to say, let's let's see what, how far hoop takes us. Um, let's see what well, five years. That was the plan, five year plan, and kind of see where it takes us. You know, unfortunately, you know, I got this beautiful thing, which is my world name, Layla Ann Moreland. Um, <laughs> Which, you know, my niece, yeah, which my wife got pregnant and, you know, making the money that they was offering, you know, uh, for a family of three now, you know, you have to make some decisions. You have to make some hard decisions. And people was like, oh, you could have grinded it out. Yeah. But it's like, I also, I educated myself. I understood I was more than basketball. Um, I felt like I had maxed out what I, you know, I, I got the most out of my experience. Right. Um, from it, I felt like it was just it was a good time to, you know, not put you know put the shoes up on that life and just kind of focus on yeah. different you know focus for my family. So, yeah, man, that was the lane, man. That's a long winded way to say it was an unconventional, crazy journey. <laughs> but man, I you know, um, you know, I did it, and and that's not that's not even all the in between of you well, know, yeah, the of high course. level. Yeah, you know, we can't break program. everything. We yeah, can't break everything. Yeah, you can't get it show, all. Man. Y'all can't get it all. But man. I wanted them at least. They got a good. Yeah, good don't background. want people sliding in your DMs. You know, <laughs> some shit I'm saying. You know, <laughs> trust me, I got catch enough shit. Yeah, I, I I'm can't. all right with it. I'm all right. Yeah. So, but yeah, man, that was a journey, man. That was a journey. That okay. was a journey. All right. Oh, in case you guys are checking out on YouTube or watching, um, he has uh, his son here. <laughs> uh, little 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 Malachi, uh, he's here chilling with us and stuff. So you know he'll probably say a few words. At yeah, you hear him. But if you hear a little kid in the background, that's why we ain't we ain't kidnapping nobody. Yeah, that's YouTube kids. But that YouTube kids on them, boy, that's the babysitter right there. Exactly right. So then let's get right to AU. Right. Let's fast forward. You know you're you're coaching it now. Yeah. You're working with Nate. Shout out to Nate. We going Nate Brown. We going Nate Bowie and Allen Brown. Shout out, man, to my boys, my peoples, man, my brothers. We're yeah. uh, we definitely uh, gonna talk about that some more, but overall, with your let's, I just want to always ask this question. It's always pretty much my lead thing. Um, you know, take your experience, what you've seen with basketball. Yeah, take some of your experience with what you've been dealing with AAU so far. And you know, mm-hmm. we talk about it all the time. Um, but just give me a quick summary for yourself and the listeners. You know what what is AAU? What do you see? The good, the bads. You mm-hmm. know, like what what's your overall summary of it? And you know, being being what four years in now, I think. Yeah, man, you know, I ran from that coaching. Yeah, I know uh, you didn't want to coach for yeah, a while. Nate, Nate hoodwinked me, boy. That <laughs> boy, Nate did the coldest. Well, move. to be fair, every time I came to Portland, yeah. right? Because for people that don't know, every time the Portland has the President's yeah. Day tournament, yeah. uh, it's either a, a Nike Gym Rats, right, yep. or the Adidas. Yep. And y- y- I usually alternate. Me personally, I usually alternate each one. But it was it's always really cool because it was always kind of our thing. Because I knew thing. I could come there, stay with him. Mm-hmm say what's up to the kids and the family, and he could come to my games, yep. and you ended up building relationships yeah, with those yeah, kids yeah. and those families, and yep. he he would – He's very engaged when he's yeah yeah at yeah, the game like yeah. he 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 can't just sit there and can't just sit there like man. nah he he's cut go, somebody yeah, out. he gonna you start gotta, coaching you gotta, he gotta go, cuss. you gotta cut somebody <laughs> out. that's standard this standard practice so he he gonna start coaching <laughs> at some point you know what I'm saying so yeah. it's um it, it it was always there a little bit yeah the bug yeah you definitely because I mean since we've been young man you know just in like when you was coaching like the little rec teams mm-hmm. and I always come in and do something it was always the bug you. This is no surprise for where I see you because I've always, you know, this has always been you since, you know, 
since our existence, right? Yeah. But yeah, for me, it was never something I thought about. Um, and you gave me the the passion and the love for it, and then being with Brown and Bowie, they actually like honed in because they are real coaches. Like yeah. these dudes, yeah. Nate Bowie is the head coach for Mount Hood Community College, one of the better colleges in um, JUCOs in um, the um, Northwest. Um, and Allen Brown is the head assistant coach to probably the top team. I would say top three team in the Northwest. So it's like at lower Columbia. So, you know, you young man, if you guys, you got a guy named Allen Brown and he from SAC um, calling you up, man, y'all need to listen. Cause he's pushing kids out. Nice. Nate Bowie is pushing kids out from these schools. And so, you know, if the grades ain't right and you, you, you know, you want to fake like you got you a little scholarship. <laughs> you know, you know, right, you know right, what I'm saying? Right, right. Yeah, I'm about to go to Oregon. You ain't got to know <laughs> yeah, all the details. Yeah, exactly, you know what I'm saying? Exactly. So, like, y'all need to, like, these are dudes <laughs> that y'all really need to hit up. Um, but, yeah, man, my experience has been, I say all that to say, yeah, man, it's like from you and from Brown and Nate, you know, I do credit y'all a lot for just how my love for coaching now. Man, it's crazy how much I'm like, man, I enjoy it. Yeah. yeah. You know what I'm saying? I really do. And just getting better with the X's and O's, too, which is crazy. It keeps you a part of the game. Yeah. Um, the good experience, man, for us is that you're just, you're, you're seeing the development of these kids. You're giving them opportunity. Um, you're giving them a different outlet. Um, just like for us, it was a way to express ourselves. It's art, you know, it was a way to express ourselves. So you see that with these kids and as you grow with them, you know, it's just something that you can say, Hey, I was a part of that journey. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like I was a part of that journey, which is dope. Right. Um, I think you see it now. I mean, not, not to cut you off, but I'm just saying, mm-hmm. like, you see it now, like, you think of the kids that, what's up, the phone died? It died? No. Oh, you just taking a break? What? Oh. What's on? There you go. You got it. Sit on down, man. Sailor Beanie on. um, no, what I was saying is, like, you fast forward now, think of, like, uh, uh, Jay Nurtado. And Matt mm-hmm. and Jamias yeah. and those guys, and, you know, they're they're yeah, juniors yeah. now. You know, what I mean, you watched. I've been a them. part of that whole journey. Yeah, you watched yeah. them like grow, and then even yeah. before that with Keandre. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? It's like, crazy. Yeah, I know, right? Time like, go by fast, man. And you realize, like, even the minute you were, yeah, just you know, in Portland, hanging out with them mm-hmm. and talking to them, it's it, it, like it impacts. And, and them. it's crazy because you know when we see each other at these tournaments, yeah, right? Yeah, we're yeah. traveling, yeah. You know, and I see like them dudes, yeah. and it's just so much love. Right. It's like. Like you said, it wasn't even long interactions, yeah. right? But me, you know, talking shit, you know, <laughs> <laughs> you know, trying to help them. But you know, I always was a sideline coach right, too, right, so right. I'm always gonna give you some game, you know, because I do have a, a understanding of the game. Anyways, what you what are you doing? No, you sitting over there. You sitting over there, man. Well, you were, hey, you, he, he just he, he just, just trying to take the you just want to yeah. take the show over, don't you? What you what's wrong? Well, you want to sit by dad? Okay, okay. Just play it. Get you another Starburst, man. Chill back. <laughs> I'm like, you get in your bag right now, man. Starburst and Gatorade, you chilling. <laughs> but, yeah, man, so it is a, you know, that's the good part of it, right? That that journey, those experience, those, you know, the interaction with the, you know, the good parents. <laughs> right, right. Emphasize on that. Yeah, yeah, Right, because yeah. you, for some reason, your ass, to be so tough <laughs> and try to keep my words right you know the parents that you have man you always got a good group of parents man, yeah, man. i always enjoyed that man i, do. I really do. every I really time do. man so that shows a lot about you the program 
you know, you got a good group of parents. So that is the cool part for me, right? That makes it fun. Mm -hmm. That gives you purpose. We not getting rich off of this. No. That's what that's what everybody I want y'all to hear. We not getting rich, this, <laughs> right? We lose more money than we make, right? And we do it for a lot of love. And we got to do so many different ancillary things to even try to make whole, right? You know, to even break even, you know, as as sometimes. But when you talking about all the little things, you buying food, yeah, gas, the, gas, the travel, the travel, yeah, man, the hotels, the hotel. It was like, yeah, and and if we throw all that money into like the overall number for your program, then it's so this exuberant cost where, you know, you can't have a program. Right. So it's pick your poison type right. deal. Right. So we do it. We all are passionate about it. Right. We find other different type of ways to provide for ours and, you know, and for others, but you know, so yeah, that's the good part, right? The bad part is when, you know, <laughs> you have, everybody wants a Steph Curry, <laughs> <laughs> LeBron James. Uh, LeBron James. You know, <laughs> LeBron James is 6'8, 6'9, 250. He's an anomaly. Yeah. Kevin Durant is an anomaly. He's a seven foot, yeah. unbelievable score. Yeah. Your son, your daughter. Uh, come on, man. Let's get, keep the experience right, for right, him, right, right. And don't make it about you. And then I look at, you know, I, you look at the parents too. I'm looking at your mom and your dad. You didn't never hoop. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So why are you trying to make this dude a hooper or this right, young right. lady a hooper when you don't got an athletic bone in your body? You tripped to get out the car. <laughs> or Okay. But it's like, okay, even if you want to do that, trust me to do my job. Just trust me, man. Like, trust me. Sit the fuck back and don't. It's chill, man. Right? Like, and that's, so that's the bad part of it, right? And we've been getting, you know, in our program, like, you know, Nate. Kansas City <laughs> from the hood, you know, and so he's in, you know, and we all educated. So yeah, we joke. Yeah. All of us is educated, bachelor degrees up, you know. Um hardworking brothers. Hardworking brothers. We all got we all got nine to fives. And Nate has a legit who background. Yeah. yeah legit, what, legit. If it, when <laughs> Nate, whenever you get on the show, we'll yeah. talk you can break all that down. Yeah, but legit, Nate has a legit who background. Legit, legit. You know, Brown's coaching experience. I mean, as a Brown was a, a good college athlete, yeah. here, point guard. You know, so these you got a legit coaching staff, right? And directors that this it's like we are more than qualified yeah. to do what we do, right? And so trust in the process for us, right? Trust in the process. And so that's the bad part of it. Um, that is the bad part of it when you just have these, you know, irrational um, um, parents sometimes that make the game very difficult and um, they live in vicariously. Let me just say that vicariously through their children. Do you think right. it's a combination? Just curious your thoughts on it. Cause so one thing you guys who, who've been listening mm -hmm. on a steady thing and I'm talking to you guys and, and you know, talking to you guys on the screen, uh, if you're watching on YouTube or if you're listening, uh, you, you have to have been hearing these recurring themes from these coaches and directors yeah. and players I have. At some point, you got to recognize, even the, the vice president low of the Oakland soldiers, yeah. which is our only EYBL club yeah. in, um, Northern California said yeah. on the show is these punk ass parents yeah. like it. So parents, if you're listening or checking this out, you really need to like maybe sit back and check yeah. yourself. Reevaluate yourself. Right. Right. Re just reevaluate yourself, man. And, um, and for me, I think it's important, man, you know, uh, me being a father, right. Of many, 
<laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> emphasize that. Right, right, um, right. But being a father, man, is like you have to, you know, you have to really truly understand who your children are. If you're really intimate with your children, man, you know, then you can actually really see them for who they are and make sure the biggest thing in this point is that they have a good experience. Yeah. Right? They have a good experience. And and also understanding uh, a, a sense of loyalty, too, in dealing with adversity. Yeah. yeah. Right? Like this, people think, okay, since because you paid a little money for a program, that that service is like that, a restaurant. And that's what I was going to say. <laughs> I believe it's because of the financial component. They're like, like I always have to remind parents in our club, and you know how big mm-hmm. all this is. I tell them when, when you're paying the YBA fees or whatever, you're you're paying for tournaments, you're paying for yeah. jersey, yeah, and and um, you're paying for practice, yeah, yeah. You're not paying for playing time. That's no. a rec league. They yeah. pay for like everyone's it, guaranteed X amount of time. We That's have a Chris. We have a false sense of what service is, right? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Right. You know, it's not a restaurant. Now, at a restaurant, if I pay $20 and I want a, a, a burger, yeah. a nice burger with the egg on it and right. stuff, right? Some honey mustard. That's me. That's my lane, some honey mustard. Right? I want to dip the uh, all right, all right. Dip some fries and hey, right, honey right, mustard. Right. right? And it doesn't come out right. Because I get to say, hey, I want this done right. right. You know what I'm saying? Right. But th- they think AAU is a restaurant. Right. So, no. You're paying for a service. But like you said, you're not paying for playing time. Yeah. You're now if I am not developing, yeah, right, and I'm means, not doing yeah. these things, you don't see the growth in your child and all these other stuff. But playing time, you can't associate playing time with their development and growth. It depends exactly. on the level of the child. There's so many variables. Oh to my it, god, and that's dude. what. Don't let me. You know, we get right. into yeah, it. Yeah, I know. We could talk about this for like, hours, man, for but, real. And but, I, parents hear that, man. That's real. That's real stuff, man. It's not, man. We not out here to try to hurt your kid. You yeah. know what I'm saying? All right. We not in the we we in the business of development yeah. and growth. This is what we're in the business of. Basketball is just a conduit to that. Yeah, yeah. right. It's just a kind of. I'm talking to you right now. And, and it's a, let, well, me, so, let me get a towel. Where is it? You know, you know, start preaching. <laughs> right, right. I said now, <laughs> conduit. That that's what it's supposed to be, man, bro. Man, it is, man. It's real. It's some real shit, man. And and, uh, and you know, there's of course there's the outliers. Of course, there's there's guys in it. For let's say you know very um low character reasons, right? They yeah. want to get money, or it's yeah, about yeah, yeah. trophies, or yeah, it's yeah. about. I mean, yeah, that's yeah, it's there, it's there. But let me say this, parents, you also have to use this thing that we all have, and I don't care what religion, what you believe in. We have discernment. Yeah, we all have good discernment, right? So you have just as much as you care about your kid and you want the best for them, you have to use good discernment to make sure they're in the right situation, mm-hmm. right? That's come on, man. Focus on me on that. You know, I need the camera right in my face, right on the forehead. Yeah, yeah right Discernment. There. Y'all right, look that right, up, man. Right. Like that's real. Like you, you know, yeah, there are some bozos out here. Yeah. Chris, how many times, man, I've been around for a long time you with know, you in this journey. We you, just seen a lot you, of right. lot of programs. Exactly. Come and then Thanos fucking comes come, and uh gone. I'm like, well, hey, damn, what homie. To, yeah. In high school, you was the man, homie. <laughs> 50 said that, right? Yeah, I'm telling you. Know what I'm you saying? No, so you it's like, it. you, you got to understand this, man. Everything that glitters is not gold. You know, YBA consistency, right? Well, you know, yeah, and like, like you we know, talked about the other day, that's the big thing, that's consistency. Big, and you man. know why every year you see my ass in Portland and you see consistent. The they I know, gotta, yeah. I, we, we know what we get in. Um, these these kids that are hopping around and boom, boom, you know, that's just bad. It's just bad for basketball. No, look, 
yet another kid that's in here, another kid will put more hours in, and so now he's fighting for that spot, right? That doesn't mean you're going to run to the next program. Yeah. What's going to happen in college, right? You're talking about everybody when you go to college, Chris, you know that everybody's all league, bro. Right, I know. Everybody all all everybody, county. And, everybody has a background. Yeah, everybody got a background. So what happens when you go to, you going to keep hopping? I know a dude, I know a young fella, man, went to like five schools. Yeah. I'm it, like, oh. Well, it's, it's happening in high school. That's how crazy it is. That's what I'm saying. And it's just like, because, but what is, the culture, this is the, the yeah. AAU culture yeah. has produced that. And, and it all starts with the parents. Like, I talked about it. So, just this weekend, we, um, we're, we're, I'm doing a new thing, kind of new segment. I want to uh, mic coaches up. Yeah, yeah. So, I was the first test subject because yeah, you wanted yeah. to see, you know, just how yeah. it goes and things like that. And um, I talked about that. So, what we're trying to do is we're going to do, you know, we do like a pregame or whatever yeah, and yeah. talk to the coach for a few minutes. And I said on there, I said, you know, parents aren't willing to let their kids go through adversity. They're not willing to talk let to them me. take that L talk. and work their way up. It's like, yes, as much as you're competing with the other team, you're still competing with guys on your team as well. Mm -hmm. If you don't like the fact that you're not a starter or mm -hmm. you're the ninth, 10th, 11th guy and you're not getting as many minutes as you would like, mm -hmm. parents aren't willing to let them work to go through that. They just get mm -hmm. mad mm -hmm. and say, well, we're taking our ball and leaving yeah. and we're going to go to this other program, pop a lead on their jersey and they're yeah. elite. Yeah. And the part of the, the service Again, going back to what the what the service, what the fee is, is developing and growth. So yeah. come to me. Why? Okay, these are the things he has to develop. Little Johnny, right, needs to do these things mm -hmm. because Deontay, <laughs> Johnny and Deontay, <laughs> is doing these things, right. right? You know what I'm saying? And it's just like you start seeing these things. It's like, okay, work on that. Because, look, man, I'm going to tell you all, man, I was a good basketball player. But, you know, you have to say, okay, Dude, basketball wasn't going to do, you know, I yeah. could do so much, right, Chris. Right, I could only do so much, right? And so you have to you have to understand who you really are, too. Yeah. Dude, if if I can get to college and I'm coming out with no debt or a little bit of debt, you know, say, we, you know, everybody want to take out yeah, a little yeah. bit of extra yeah, money. You know what I mean? <laughs> take out a little extra money. Right, I need, get, get a little extra I need to hit the club. A little, little extra Yeah, yeah, yeah I got to yeah, do yeah, something, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I want, you know, I want some FUBU jeans. Right. I want some Jabot jeans. <laughs> some Jabot Yeah, we all remember the You know, I want some Jabot <laughs> <laughs> You know, but again, if you get to go to college and you get your education, right, you get your education debt-free, right, yeah. or minimal debt. And right? you're building those relationships, the network. Because people mean, don't everything. understand, people yeah. talk about the network stuff, yeah. but I'm saying you get all those things, you won. Yes. Man, F overseas, F. The NBA, though, that shit is hard to get to. Yeah, that's it's not easy. Yeah, it's not easy, and when you get to, it, it's not easy to 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 go be wealthy and say I ain't never got to work. I know right. a lot of dudes has been hooping. Yeah, I, I mean, I got I got a couple dudes that work for me now that was in the league, right? There you go. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that was in the league. You know what I'm saying? Running back, like that that worked for me now. Yeah, right. And those are you know you have to be able to have that option. It's not. You know what I'm saying? So I think we just do these kids and the parents, you do them a disservice when you don't be real and transparent with them. Or at right? least stick them with a coach that's going to make them accountable and work. That's it, man. Like, you know, and like like you said, that's parents it. have to distinguish yeah. who's in it and who's mm -hmm. legit. Like, yes, you have to use the judgment. Like, you have to, you know, and and – 
it, it, what I find is parents with basketball background or even sports background yeah. typically are the some of the best parents to deal with because they understand. They really do. Like, mm-hmm. hey, you're good. You got to work. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I know when our kids get older, um, I know, like, yeah, I'm going to train my son and yeah. teach him and, you know, uh, how to play basketball. Yeah, but yeah. at the end of the day, I, you know, I'm going to, I want other coaches. I want to hear other voices. And, mm-hmm. and it's like, you know, if he comes to me after a game, let's say he's, you know, 12 years old, whatever mm-hmm. comes after a game, you know, I'm not, I'm not playing a lot of dad, like the coach. I was like, Mm-mm, don't ask me. Your coach is over there. Go talk to him. Mm-hmm. Go ask him. Like, Say, say to him, like, what can I do better? But see, Chris, also, too, as a basketball player, I know if it's a bozo coach. Yeah, of course. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I know if it's a bozo coach right. and I see bozo players. Yeah. Right? In a, uh, in a bozo <laughs> program. You see what I'm saying? Right. Right? Because we understand, yes. like, I, I okay, I, I can ask enough questions. I, I can do enough research because I want to make sure my child is in the best situation. Yep. Right? I'm telling you. Just going back to it, that sack high team, I told you it was 91 players. You think everybody played? No. You see what I'm saying? Of course not. You see what I'm saying? So yeah. that ninth guy was still a Division One player. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? So, like, dude, like, you have to be able to understand these things, There's right? There's levels to this shit. It's levels, <laughs> right? It's levels and it's time and it's patience, right? And there's a grind to it, right? And so, you know, once you, once you get to those things and have that understanding – and these parents can have that understanding, I guarantee you AAU will be so much smoother. Yeah, absolutely. Like absolutely. we was talking about the uh, last night. What, what? Okay, you got 15. You got 15 guys oh, yeah, on yeah, your yeah. roster. Right, right. Started at the beginning, and this is how you're going to end your season. Yep. You can't play. You if can't you, transfer. You can't be you can't transferring and hopping around. Unless it's an egregious yep. reason. Because I want to make yeah. sure you bozo coaches don't get to do bozo stuff. Yeah. You bozo parents don't get to do bozo stuff. You know what I'm saying? These bozo players don't right. get. You know what I'm saying? Let's hold people accountable, hey, and grind it out, develop. Okay. Well, then uh, – well, I'll ask you like one or two more questions. That's my we, AAU experience. Well, yeah, yeah, there you go. Before we hop, in, <laughs> before, yeah, before we hop into um, uh, NBA stuff, right? NBA yeah, topics. Yeah. Uh, uh, so let me see. I want to make sure I frame this right. So you, your program being an Adidas program, mm-hmm. seeing the gauntlet, mm-hmm. right? Because, uh, again, some of my viewers and, and, and listeners, they're, they're learning, right? Yeah, they yeah, listen yeah. to the episodes and yeah. they're learning. Yeah. And I've explained how – the top, you know, there's Nike, Adidas, and Under Armour and how yep. they're running their thing and and all that. You guys being Adidas program, seeing the gauntlets, seeing, you know, mm-hmm. some tough competition, high levels. Yeah. College coaches, getting your guys out of your program, mm-hmm. getting them looked at by colleges, having good athletes, parents, whatnot. What um what when you see when you think of these shoe companies and what they're doing and the platforms they've created, mm-hmm. right? Um what 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 is your reflection on all of this? Like, what is your reflection on these top levels and these circuits and things like that? Um, I think it ties into what we were saying. It's like, oh, man, it, you're failing a lot of kids, right? These shoe programs, I think they're failing a lot of children, um, which is sad to see, right? You know, yeah. and and obviously now it's this billion dollar industry. Um, there is, you know, people. These shoe companies are making a lot of money for it now. The, for the right reasons, you know, if – because if we come in here, say Malachi, you know, 
um, baby Clay Thompson. You know? <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> Say he comes in, you know, he's six seven. He's you know sixteen years old. Um, very elite player. Yeah. You know, you see these things, right? Okay. I, we can push, you know, as brothers, right, and coaches, we can push him differently, right, yes. in a different direction to make sure he's in those programs. But it's like everybody's not that, right? Yes. And so these shoe companies, it's like all these kids get so caught up in um, these backpacks and socks. Yeah, they want gear. And gear. It's always a thing. So we you know what I'm saying? We, I, want, we, I want some shoes. Doesn't your we, mom buy you some We've seen shoes? so many situations where it's like, man, that kid would have really benefited just playing with us. Yeah. Right? this kid would have really been highlighted just the right way, just playing with us. If he just, you know, if the parent, but it's like, they want, they want a backpack and some socks, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And so I think that's where my, my issue is with the shoe contract stuff. Cause you know, you do see a lot of the, I see it from the elite top level where it's like, okay, well this gives a platform for these kids. Yeah. Adidas wants to push this money in. Well, like, cause like EYBL is, I mean, that's a whole nother. Yeah. Yeah, that's a whole nother. Yeah, thing, man. You know? And I saw, you know, how I look at it, man, is like, man, there is a lot of good that can come from it. But do you see a lot of the BS, man? Yeah. You see a lot of the BS in the games and the gimmicks. You know, when when we was doing the silver, it was like, man, it was like the silver gauntlet. Like, they was hyping it up. And, man, we playing in faraway gyms at a point in time. We're yeah. like, oh, man, this is kind of cool. Yeah. Right. I'm just sure I've kind of called that shit out. Yeah. You know, I don't, I don't think Adidas is ever going to hear me, but you know, yeah. I called that shit out. Like your silver gauntlet, um, just feels like a cash grab. It's just a yeah, and, money, you know and that's I mean? where it's like, man, you you that's the part that really kind of you know pisses you off about it, mm-hmm. you know. And then as you kind of move up, and then you see some, there are more benefits and right. getting to the. Uh, right. To, to the better to top levels and stuff like that. But you got to work your way there. You do, you do, and and it's like okay, there is that journey of you. You do got to start at a certain level to work up, but then it's like there is so much the BS that that's wrapped into it that you just gotta you know you gotta you gotta navigate through. All right? right, and so that's my reflection of it. I wish you know, I think things could be a little bit. Uh, smoother when it comes to a, more transparent <laughs> right i right. guess you know um because at the end of the day man i don't want we don't want to sell i'm not selling we don't want to sell no damn dreams to these kids as well too and then you know and then we we look like some damn fools to our programs as well so we want to be transparent so you know let us know what we at right you know so yeah. all right fair enough and then before we talk nba stuff so all right well, uh we broke down your au club international elite yeah uh, the coaches, the players, or not players per se, but yeah. like the type of players you have, and and you know the way it functions, everything mm-hmm. like that, and your obviously your take on a lot of it. Mm-hmm. Um, and and we spoke to the parents, <laughs> that's yeah, for sure. Yeah. We spoke to yeah. the parents. Um, what words would you have for kids or some of these athletes that are listening to you? You know, what I mean, right now that that might be tuning in. Because I know loyalty is a big thing with yeah. us, obviously, and just yeah, different lo- different stuff like that. But you know what? What what would you say is kind of your top two or three things you might want to say to a kid stepping into this? Okay, I think the big thing, like I said, I hit earlier, um, student athletes. Be a student athlete, right? You know, people just think it's not just one sided, right? It's not just what you can do on the court, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's what you can do in the classroom. Right. When you do that classroom and you can do it on the court, 
That's a crazy combination, boy, because it shows you your IQ level, everything, right? So student athletes, become a student athlete, right? That's important. Um, uh, I like to say this because this is our, our foundation we started. is more than basketball. You're more than basketball. So if you understand that you're more than basketball, then being a student athlete is easy. Yeah. Right? Because people don't really, you know, we don't talk about that, right? right. It's like, hey, yeah. Again, like we talked about, use basketball as a conduit, mm-hmm. right? Use basketball as a conduit. That's it, right? Whatever shakes out from there, shakes out. You know what I'm saying? Simple, right? Um, and deal with adversity the right way. Yeah. yeah. How do you deal with adversity? Because I'm telling you, the ball, Chris, <laughs> this, this bad boy flat. You know, the ball <laughs> going to stop bouncing right, right. in some capacity. Yeah, that's true. It's going to stop bouncing in some capacity for you as an individual. Now, you it can come back for, you know, you and, like, me and coach and do these right, things. Right, right. But when it comes to us just actually out there hooping, right, we city league guys. Yeah. <laughs> Men's league. Men's league Man all-star. League. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And so understand that you're going to have to either work for yourself or work for someone. Mm-hmm. Right? You're going to have you're going to have to deal with adversity. Not just, we ain't just talking about in the work, but in your relationship with children, your wife, you know, your mom. So if you can deal with that shit now, you got a young man or young woman, (laughs) you got a chance to make it. Right. 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 If you can deal with adversity now. Right. Okay. Yeah. You're not getting in playing time. Why is that little Johnny? Yeah. Why is that? Are you better than, are, be real, are you better than that guy, right? Are you are you putting in the work that you need to do, right? So, you know what I'm saying? So, those is I'll, those will be my three. Okay. Right? You know, student athlete, um, you're more than basketball or more than whatever sport. That could be lacrosse, uh, field hockey, <laughs> ultimate frisbee. Right. Right? You're more than that, right? Use it as a conduit. Um, but that's not who you are. That's not who you are. It's just a part of your journey. Mm-hmm just a chapter in your life, right? Um, and how do we deal with adversity? Because those are the people that's going to make it. How many no's did you get? What? How many no's have you just got in oh, your life? Oh, shit, plenty. A lot. Clearly. That's adversity. <laughs> Clearly. So look where yeah. you're at. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I got a lot of no's, right? <laughs> a lot of damn no's, but look where I'm at. Yeah. Because it's like, oh, okay, yeah. No, I'm going to use that as fuel. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to use that as motivation, right? I'm going to work harder, right? I'm going to grind. And then we in a room with the Black Panther on the table. <laughs> Talking shit. Yeah, with my man with the afro. Uh, uh, right. The, uh, Zulu warrior. <laughs> Zulu warrior with the fro over there looking exactly at me. Exactly how it is, man. <laughs> so let's get to uh, hot takes. So, um, West Coast Takeover. Shout out to them and Demario Belk. Uh, he had a tournament over at Hardwood Palace. Uh, two sponsors of mine also. Hardwood Palace, looking for good AAU tournaments, consistent AAU tournaments. Hit them up. Link be in the description. Also, West Coast Takeover, looking for Sacramento-based tournaments um, with pretty good high-level teams coming through. Hit up DeMario Belk. Let them know about that life sent you. So, we just played this weekend. Um, I played with my fourth and fifth grade. This was their first kind of taste Uh-oh. of a high-level event. And, yeah, mm-hmm. that's the youngest group I've ever mm-hmm. coached. That's Uh-oh. the thing I've, yeah, put out there. <laughs> uh, um Demario put us in the wrong division, so I was a little pissed about that. Mm-hmm. So now, hey, we're we're supposed to be in eleven U. Okay, he put us in ten U. 
Oh, okay. So I was like, what the fuck? Because, like, yeah. you know, because some parents are like, hey, he had kids in in sixth grade. And first off, they're not in sixth grade. They're fifth graders. We just played them up. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah, yeah. But then, two, DeMario put us in the wrong division. What do you want me to tell you? I didn't yeah. know he freaking yeah, yeah. did that shit. Like, he got some inside. Chris like, I don't know, but he got it, some inside. Nah, nah. Fuck that. <laughs> I was like, man. But then, uh, but the but kind of where it regulated out is we played in the championship against Arsenal against KP's team, and um and he had some of his eleven U guys there and he I was I was like put him on there like yeah, fuck yeah. it like because he was like man he said the kid just said it. I said KP I said I didn't choose the bracket, Demario put me in the bracket. Mm -hmm. Do you want me to walk away and not play like mm -hmm. I, so I said put your eleven U guys in so he put some of his eleven U guys mm -hmm. in and they beat us. Um, this was um my team's first taste of dealing with, you know, some Bay Area teams and, and some Bay ethnicity. <laughs> as, as their first time dealing with some ethnicity. Uh uh, you know, and, and this weekend you could definitely feel it was culturally different. Let's Absolutely. just say what it is, a lot more. But you had the Oakland mm -hmm. Soldiers there. You had a team mm -hmm. a team from Utah. Uh you had Team from Utah. Texas, yeah, yeah. Talking this, about culture, and you say well, Utah. No, no, no. Like, I'm just talking about people from in. out of town. I'm trying to track with you. Yeah, no, you, you we, we have plenty of those. <laughs> we have plenty. You had the Yellow Jackets from South Sac. You had, you know, you had a Team Rampage from mm -hmm. Vallejo. I mean, you had Arsenal, which is from you know they pull kids mm -hmm. from all over the Bay. I mean, but you, you know, you had a, uh, you had some brothers. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you had a lot of, and this is. I've said this on previous shows, and I'm just going to say it again. People could, you know, feel any type of way they do about it. But, you know, it's about that life, so I keep things very honest and candid. You know, this game is predominantly black, mm -hmm. and that just is what it is. Ask your kid who their top five players are. More than likely, they're going to be at least three or four of them mm -hmm. going to be black. So, you uh, Luca. <laughs> right, right. So, now it might be Luca. That's about it. But I'm like, you know um, – you know the area I'm in. Yeah, got good kids, yeah. good families, right? Couple, couple bathrooms, couple bathrooms, <laughs> two to three bathroom kids, yeah, right, right, right. You know, the, uh, good kids. Looking at one, <laughs> <laughs> we got um, you know, and 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 they mainly have played hardwood and courtside, and courtsides mm -hmm. even get some good talent, but hardwood is very. Mm -hmm. big, big credit to hardwood because they're very consistent mm -hmm. and they pump out their product and and. The, the, the hardwood's focus isn't necessarily about getting the most talented teams. They just want yeah. good, consistent teams that are going to show up, mm -hmm. play good basketball, cause no issue, go home and pay their, pay their fees. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, my team still made it to the championship and we had to play some tough teams to get there. And, and we made it all the way through and I'm really happy and proud of them for that. Uh, but they learned some lessons because yeah. again, That's some of the kids, some of them kids on that Arsenal team were like in second grade, third yeah. grade, you know, but they, they just play tough, you know, like KP um, always has his kids in the gym. You look at his social media. So with all that being said, my hot take is, you know, I know you're in Portland and you deal with, you know, white kids. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and I'm out here in Rockland and I deal with white kids or Indian mm -hmm. kids and just people that don't necessarily understand the culture. And let me make yeah. that very clear yeah. for you guys listening and watching. It's not a black or white thing that, oh, black kids are just going to be better athletes or not. not that's all bullshit. What I'm saying is there is a cultural difference yeah, sure. in the areas for sure. most of these black kids come from and that makes them hungrier because we experienced it 
as yeah. black men. Yeah. You know, as young black kids ourselves. Growing, you yeah. know, I was in West Oakland. You've seen yeah. my fucking neighborhood. It's, yeah. yeah. I didn't even want to get out the car. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Come get me. <laughs> hey, T bone in them outside. All right. It, it, so. Hey, sit down, man. Sit on down, man. He, he want he want to start, dude. He want to start, bro. Grab, if you're going to grab, grab two. Grab two or three. Why don't you grab like five of them or something? Okay, that's it. How many you got? Just one. All right, that's it. No more. And so, like, you know, they, the cultural difference. And what I say to my kids, I say, listen, some of these kids might be doing it because this is all they got. Yeah, this is yeah. all their, you know, this is the thing that brings them joy. Yep. I say, it doesn't have to be that way for you. You don't have to do this to feel like I got to get out the suburbs or anything. Mm-hmm. No, but you got to find something that makes you love the game that yeah. way. I'm just saying, have you kind of had some of those conversations with some of your kids or how, you know, with the with the different cultures and then yeah. dealing with it and kind of knowing we know we come from a place of yeah. knowing yeah these kids come from a place of like they don't they're learning yeah that's why we um we don't have the luxury so like you guys you can play you know pretty much locally right yeah, and yeah. still get that feel right you know you can go up to the bay yeah you can go to oakland yeah you can like do that. all yeah, these yeah. things and even in sacramento you guys can have because it's still a melting pot, yeah. so you're going to still get that mm-hmm. right you got to strong culture, black culture and everything mm-hmm. else. Um in Portland, we just don't have it. Right. Right? We just don't have it like that. And that's not mean we don't have a black culture in some facets. Right. But, but it's we, not we it's just we just don't have yeah. it. Right. And so we gotta go out the region all the time. So that was one thing like Nate and you know around <laughs> we get up, we go out the region. <laughs> you know, we go to Texas, <laughs> Atlanta. <laughs> Kansas, right? Blackatized. Yeah, exactly. like, I'm like, damn, man. You know, right? sometimes right. it's just too much. Right. Bro. You know, you just. It's like being I want at the B- to eat some ribs. <laughs> it's yeah. like being at the BET Awards. Yeah, I'm like, damn, this shit is too much for me. <laughs> I went to Kansas. We went to uh, we went to KC. Uh, we went to uh, what's that man? That barbecue spot, man. That Nate be loving. I'm like, hey, man, my man cussing me out because I, I don't know what I want. <laughs> I said, well, shit, this is too much culture for me. <laughs> I got too much freckles to be over here. Let me get out of here, man. I know my guys, is, these, right. some of these dudes uncomfortable. Right, right. Right, but so we we do take pride in trying to get, or we don't have the luxury of staying and playing at, you know, a hardwood and know we can get a good showing, you know, and a good, you know, a good group of teams to come there. We got to get up out of there. Yeah, yeah. So we come in. We coming to we going to L A. Right, we coming right, out here right, to the Bay. Right, right. We going to Texas and um, Atlanta's and Kansas. Man, where we Oklahoma. Yeah, like so we are p- forcing that and pushing that because it's important to us as well as a as a directing like director staff. Yeah, that's important to us. Okay. Now is it getting expensive? Yeah. <laughs> See, that's expensive ass culture, right? <laughs> uh, but it's important to us, and so that's what you know. We have tried to do, but it is a culture shock for our, some of our guys. Even the kids from Portland that come from a black household. But as you know, a Portland black household is a lot different from a Bay Area <laughs> right, right. or a Sacramento right. household right. or a Atlanta or right. a Texas. Very true. Right? Because it's more black culture or more mm-hmm. culturalized, yeah. right, um, is what I would say. So. We see the culture shock every time, and that's why we like to go out the region so these kids can be able to see that. Mm-hmm. Um, and I know, you know, from a business standpoint, because you know, I'm a, more of the business uh, of the of international elite as well too. Is that 
man, I know y'all want to get some of this culture in, but just, yeah, there's a budget to this it's culture. A big bu- it's a budget to this culture, man. Can we, can we, can we go two? You know, right, right. Can we blackatize them two times instead of eight? Right. <laughs> eight out of ten. So, so y'all so, see it. I mean. You do it, but do you, are you like me? Cause like I'm of the sound mind that, that it's a necessary, it's necessary. You got it. You have to do it. Absolutely. To expose some of these kids. A- absolutely. I think, um, yeah. uh, do you, okay. So, um, think back to the NBA bubble, uh, before, and I'll mention this before we move on to the, to the NBA stuff, mm-hmm. um, with the Lakers, uh, or no, it wasn't the Lakers, it was the Clippers. The, yeah. Montrezl Harrell was the Clippers at mm-hmm. the time. Remember, it was a little bit of a scandal because he called Luca a punk ass white boy mm-hmm. or whatever. You know what I'm saying? And they were like, uh, um, you know, they of course the media kind of magnified mm-hmm. it. And they, oh, this is he's racist. This racial yeah, thing. It's yeah. like, but we understand in basketball culture, like, yeah, yeah, you know, that's just shit that gets said. Mm-hmm. And what was really cool, I listened to um, JJ Reddick's podcast. He has mm-hmm. his own podcast uh, with Kevin Love, mm-hmm. and they talked about it. And, you know, as white basketball. And he said, he said, have you ever played like a punk-ass white boy? That's what Kevin Love said to J.J. Reck. And I, they had another guest. Yeah. And Kevin Love was like, yeah. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, they, yeah. And these brothers called my shit out. And I yeah. absolutely was playing like a punk-ass white boy. But you could tell through the camaraderie and the, they understood yeah, yeah, the culture. Yeah. Yeah. Right, because you can tell you you know a yeah. JJ Reddick or yeah. a Kevin Love been playing against brothers yeah. their whole life. So and they was they was elitist. Yeah, you know they was at a point in time they were elitist on their level, and you know to be elitist from a a white guy in basketball, it's a, you had to go through some college. Yeah. You can't hide. You can't just play right. against all white guys to be elitist. No. You gotta go. You gotta go in Texas and Atlanta. I mean, and, I tell people circle back. Larry Bird is notoriously yeah. known for. He used to say, "I want to yeah. go play with the black guys." Yeah, like exactly. he said, "I want to go play against he, the brothers." Larry Bird, man, I, I saw this one interview. He thought, man, when they had the white dude guard him, he told. I think he told Matt. He told somebody was like, "That's disrespectful for you to even have a white dude guard." Him. <laughs> like that shit, is and that's real. Larry Bird. Like I'm like that's a, like that's some real ass shit right, right there. But yeah, man, it's like this. You know, I think, yeah, they did take it, you know, but it's part, you know, when you have, it, it's our culture. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's the, like, it's there's an understanding. And, a, and, of course, the other arm, well, well, what if he said that to, you know, mm-hmm. him and he's black? And I'm mm-hmm. like, okay, the, yeah. the, let's be real. There's double standards. Yeah. And things aren't equal always yeah, in yeah. life. And yes, in obvious. basketball culture, yeah, yeah, in ba- obvious, yeah. <laughs> and in basketball culture, no, everything's not equal. Yeah, like no. you no. know what I mean. And you're you're talking about a small. If you really look at it, and you break it down. It's a small snippet, right? Of maybe a little sense of like inequality. Yeah, a, a small snippet right. of okay. Well, welcome to a life of a man of color. All the time, right? Right, and these are the barriers that we're breaking down yeah. all the time. So. You know, and obviously, like a JJ and a Kevin Love are able to. They have adapted to. Yeah, because it was it was just really fascinating, cool yeah. for me to hear it. Because I was at work at UPS, you know, yeah, yeah. listening, and they, it, they they were just laughing about it, like because even they said, "Yeah, I play like a punk ass white boy." Yeah, and my, yeah, yeah. my teammate called me like yeah. they called me out on it, and I was like, "Man, fuck that! I ain't letting that happen again." Like yeah, you know, yeah. but they didn't take it racially. You yeah, know yeah. what I mean? It's just it it was um and, and with the reason I bring it up is because we're both kind of in that same boat. We were in the kind of these suburban, yeah, yeah. you know, good areas yeah, with yeah, great yeah, kids. Yeah, so let me yeah. make that very clear. I have great, great kids, yeah. great families, 
Yeah. You've seen the kids. And yep. My kids compete hard. Like yeah, y'all everywhere you, right. you put your team anywhere, man. They compete. Like so, it's you know it, we we always get to the chip. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like yeah. I, I very rarely do my teams not make it all the way to the chip. Where we always win, no. Yeah. But we always get there, and we yeah. go through some shit to get I there. And yeah. and but what I'm saying is like for my non-black, uh, or or my non-black. Uh, uh, kids, whether you know they're Indian or, mm-hmm. or Hispanic, or mm-hmm. I tell them like, listen, I love you to death. I don't give a fuck about your race, but I'm gonna make it very clear to you: it is something you're gonna have to work through, and yeah. you're gonna have to adopt some of this. You're gonna adopt some of this culture. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's just it's just gonna happen because you're around it's, it. It's inevitable. Um, if you want to have some sense of success in this game of basketball, you better get, you got to get with it. Yeah. Um, because I'm gonna tell you right now. Brothers ain't stopping hooping. <laughs> There's right. a kid right now in New York. It's probably snowing. <laughs> and he's out there, out there saying word to your mother. Right. He's hitting jump shots and exactly. slam, you know, and bouncing that ball. So it's not going nowhere. Right. Right. You know, I've obviously, you know, even if you go to Europe, even when I was out there, you know, you see all these army bases. I don't know why the hell the army is still out there right. in Germany <laughs> catting off, <laughs> mixing up all the babies. Right, you're starting right. to see there's still a lot of a strong black culture. You know, if you know Nigerians, they everywhere. Right, they go to anywhere. They're Nigerians yeah. everywhere. Yeah, right, right. Like, Damn, how y'all get out here speaking fluently? <laughs> Nigerians, boy, resilient, <laughs> resilient. Exactly. But it's like the culture ain't changing, and as you can see. You seeing in the Nigerian culture, you seeing the influx of them in the yeah. NBA, yeah, right. So to think about it, like the hoop, like it's Africa, a worldwide all this, sport, man. it's worldwide. So the culture, yeah, you it ain't it. it ain't gonna change. Exactly. Like it's it's way more. It's reaching so many people. So either you're gonna have to adapt, or you're just not going to make it mm-hmm. in that level that you think you want to. Right? You know what I'm saying? And there's teams that, you know, you can go to, right? But it's like, again, I think from Kevin Love, you know, knowing um, him being – he's from Portland as well too, you know, understanding that he – to be where he was at, man, it was still – he had to go through some yeah, shit. Yeah, you right? know he, he did. To, and so – and J.J. the same, yeah. man. For, I'm like I'm saying, these dudes was elitist right. in high school, in college basketball players, right? And good NBA players. Right. Right. Good NBA players. Yeah. At one point, Kevin Love was a great NBA player, yeah. but good NBA player. So you can't play the time that they've played and, and accomplish what they've accomplished without without adapting the culture. Right. In some capacity. Yep. Totally agree. You see what I'm saying? So Yeah. So I, I just thought that was a good, yeah. Yeah, good great. thing to talk about great for segue. us. And then um so let's talk let's talk NBA. So let's talk about some of the few few current events with that. <clears throat> Uh, Steph Curry is mm-hmm. amazing this year. Uh, as we saw, you know, watched Chilling. a little tape yesterday. Oh, man. man, I mean, this dude is just on pace to. You just don't appreciate. This. I mean, you you just got to appreciate greatness, man. Yeah, man. I, it's just like, man, we just to be able to see somebody in this level. Yeah. The 6'2", the 180 light-skinned guy. That's crazy, man. <laughs> That's with, a, crazy. with a flamethrower. Good, good father. Right. <laughs> good husband. Right. Man, I'm just like, dude, this dude ain't real. Yeah, right. We really look at like, right. like for him, 
And like even LeBron, you'd be like, man, what's going on? Yeah, man? right. Like you looking for something. I, that's messed up. You're like, man, it's gotta be some scandal. <laughs> These you just like yeah, that. yeah, you just they waiting for like it, bro. That. But bro, but, man, I man, I had off to to Curry, man. I big fan. Big fan. I ain't even a Warriors. Look, fan. man, like I said, I never knew in my lifetime the Warriors would like I, I yeah, was yeah. happy with our small yeah. set because you know I'm from Run TMZ. Yeah, I'm yeah, that yeah, old. Yeah, yeah. Like I was happy when we Mitch had Richmond. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Chris Muller. Chris Muller. <laughs> I was happy <laughs> when we had our little, oh, you know, our dynasty years with uh, what was that 2015, 2016. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, I was we like, believe. Yeah, I was like, you know, yeah, because um, Matt Barnes, Stephen Jackson, yeah, Baron yeah. Davis, Montel, they gave us that little bit of life, Man. and and I was like, oh, we on a. Okay, and that's then a hood team, too. yeah, that was hood ass team. <laughs> <laughs> shout, shout out to Matt Barnes, man. One day yeah, I hope man. you come on the show, bro. <laughs> yeah, Matt, Matt Barnes and, and Action Jackson, right? <laughs> you know what you was getting with yeah, him, yeah. Al Harrington, yeah, yeah. yeah. We putting something in the air after that, <laughs> <laughs> and then to go from that, and then to have our our time to shine, yeah. And then of course with Clay Thompson getting hurt, yeah. KD leaving, yeah. Steph got hurt. Then yeah. the last year, Steph wasn't hurt, and everyone's like, "He can't carry a team." And all the yeah, adversity man. he dealt with. Yeah. And now it's just we have so much new life, bro. Oh man, it's crazy. I can't. I mean, first of all, you know, it's always good to shout out somebody who's um, light skinned. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. You know, make, make, it make us look good. Right? Yeah, I've <laughs> always, you know, for some reason, side with the light skin. <laughs> <laughs> so I always want to support, you know, him, Chris Brown, even when he went through his shit. Right, right, right. right. Chris Brown gonna be all right. Drake doing his thing. Drake, thank yep, you, yep, know, Drake. Right. Come on, man. You got it. So you got to. That's automatic. <laughs> so you ain't gotta say nothing. Right, I don't care right. about the threes. Just right. that you light skinned out right. there doing your thing. Thank you. And then Clay Thompson. Clay, man, who gives gives a young mixed kid like right. my young right. mixed baby, <laughs> like my son, <laughs> gives him hope, <laughs> something to look at. And then I mean, it's funny because they had the Warriors. Huh? Oh, okay. You got him. I give that. Uh, my um, oh Davis, man, they call me for work already. <laughs> so when you getting your ass back? Yeah, and I ain't. Look, I ain't picking that up. <laughs> we um, no, the, I mean, look at the Warriors lineup. I mean, you got a uh, yeah. um, uh, Gary Payton the second light Damn. skin, yes, Jordan Poole light skin. Yes, sir. We just holding it down right now. Y'all doing it. Y'all doing what the y'all Golden State do. light skins out y'all here. Doing what y'all got to do in yeah. Golden State. And then we got our our, our dark skin thug, who's essentially our point guard, Draymond Green. Yeah. You always got to have a good. Black Air Force One type <laughs> Exactly. You that Air Force One energy. Yeah, you got to have some. Right. Know, he's probably cleaning his forces. As <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> hey, like, you cleaning your, for- your black forces? <laughs> I'm cleaning my black forces. Yeah, exactly. So, right. so, <laughs> so, so, so we in a good spot, man. But uh, from the Warriors, obviously, the one of the next biggest uh, – Talks in town, LeBron and this Lakers show. Yeah. Um, that's your team. That's my team. And uh, man, Woo. it's uh, it's been a roller coaster so far. Yeah, man. You know, it's one of those deals where you 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 hope it works out. Um, but again, you know, when you got the old heads, you know, <laughs> you know, now in two thousand and twelve, you know, yeah, saying, oh, that would have been a oh yeah, you know, that's it right yeah. there. But yeah, right now. You got to make sure, and it does make a difference. You know, it's like, you know, because LeBron is a Tom Brady type dude, just instant oatmeal, just add mm-hmm. water. Yeah. Right. So 
him not being out there um, does make a big difference. You know, you know what you're going to get with Russ, but it's like, again, it's still LeBron's team. Yes. Right. You know, y'all can say whatever y'all want. Yeah, he's, you know, he's an OG in the game, but they he makes a huge difference. And Carmelo Anthony finding new life. I mean, man, man. What, a, what a comeback for yeah, him. Yeah, man. I, you know, that was good. You know, me being in Portland to be able to see him. Because, you know, I'm a yeah, big, yeah, big Dame Lillard yeah, fan. Yeah. Big Dame Lillard fan. You know, um, not a huge Portland fan, but, I, you know, I just love seeing Dame have success. Mm-hmm. So, to be able to see that relationship over the years. Man, and CJ, too, man. I like CJ McCollum. Yeah, yeah. You know, he's just good dudes, man. Right. They actually good peoples, right? So, um, but to see Melo get that life in Portland, man, that was a dope experience mm-hmm. to see. I mean, I was like, man, let me go to a game. Let me see Melo. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And so, it is good to see him get that life and get that opportunity because, you know, he was blackballed and, you know, got that bad boy rep for, mm-hmm. for some odd reason. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was telling the story with David Stern, told right. him. Yeah. It was like, hey, dude, do you want to be a thug or you want to be a basketball player? Right, right. And he said that changed him. Yeah. I, was, I saw that interview the other day, and I was like, man, that's crazy. That's how it is, bro. That's why he, I'm like, so it was like, you know, it was good to see that journey and see the, the life that he's got for the Lakers. I mean, he's playing a prominent role. Yeah, he is. He's you know, one of the best. Cat, he's one of the this year. He's one of the best catch and shoot guys yeah. in the league. Yeah. You know what I mean. So mm-hmm. he's he's and it's it keeps growing from there. But I mean they they obviously have the building blocks. Um, everyone's talking about. I'm looking forward to this game. Uh, on uh, uh, Phoenix versus the Warriors because everyone's yeah. like because the Phoenix right now are on eleven game winning streak. Yeah, they rolling. Or everyone's like they're anxious to see that game. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like they're okay, rolling. these are the two powerhouse teams like let's really mm-hmm. see see what they do so that, that'd be fun to watch i think the bulls again i've said it numerous times on the show but i think the bulls are really fun to watch i think they're kind of the, the real deal the eastern conference version of the yeah. warriors you know what i mean like they just play with great energy and yep. just they have fun and enjoy each other um one segment uh we need to talk about uh which again it's kind of been trending out there but uh ben simmons is apparently yeah. Going broke, that's what I heard, because he's living his extravagant lifestyle, and but he's not playing games, which means he's not getting checks, and he's actually getting fined. I think the latest fine was three hundred and seventy-five thousand. Oh, they finding ways, ain't they? <laughs> so um, <laughs> the fine print in the contract, yeah, yeah, ain't yeah. Okay. <laughs> and we talked about it yesterday, though. But it's like, obviously, the way he's handling, I'm not a fan of it. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, it, it's. It's your job, you know. What I mean, at the end mm-hmm. of the day, like you, you, you have to do your job. Mm-hmm. I understand, but again, this is where we were talking about him. It's good we talk about it on the show. This is the byproduct of this bouncing around shit in AU. Mm-hmm. This sense of entitlement, this yeah, sense of okay, tied order in. man, and tied in, and, and and oh, I don't like what I'm hearing here from this coach. Yeah, I'm going to this club, or I don't like what I'm getting this. Yeah, I'm going to this. You know, this is the we are fast forwarding into because all these kids were AAU kids, yeah. all of them, all yeah. the high level NBA players were AAU yeah. kids. They all was in that big A. When, I, I want to say when we were younger and we were watching, mm-hmm. those were the last generations of non. Yeah, yeah, kids. like LeBron. I mean, LeBron and them played, but it was like you know they were still they got LeBron got his. You know, he's 2003. Yeah. Right. So he got it from more camps. Right. And then the AAU, you know, exactly. it was like, oh, LeBron's going to play for the soldiers. Right, Remember right. that? Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. think he played for the soldiers one yeah, time. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and, you know, but it wasn't what it is. Right. Now. Exactly. Now, and so now we fast forward in this younger generation. Mm-hmm. These young, we see it now. Yeah. Now yeah. this is unfortunately the, yeah. the Pandora's box reopened up. 
Mm-hmm. And I take, you know, I, well, I shouldn't say real because I personally don't take responsibility because I, but I, but I see it and mm-hmm. I am a part of this AU culture. So that's why I do include myself in it. Mm-hmm. You know, this is what you get when you have all these AU kids that say, oh, I don't like it here, mom. I want to yeah. go here. Yep. Or you, dad don't like, yeah. oh, you yelled at my son uh-huh. because he missed five layups. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. and he should be allowed to do that. Like, mm-hmm. no, no, he he should. I paid my money. Yeah, exactly. Like <laughs> now you're seeing it I at the professional level. And Philly, I know yeah. you guys are pissed. I know you probably man. drugging that man every day. Oh man, I, I know that's he just don't the wrong her. spot. We yeah. talked about it, but that's the wrong spot to to take this stance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I the, the 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 brotherly love, the city yeah, of brotherly like, love. And they ain't got, got thug, no and, brotherly love. Yeah, and they got you. some thugs out there. Like they got some real man. Yeah. Keep that's in mind, that's where AI built his yeah, name. I mean, man, that's why he, he was comfortable. Yeah, because <laughs> AI was in them streets. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You know, you know, uh, uh, shooting dice. <laughs> you know, <laughs> you know, you know, he ain't uh he ain't built like that, man. No, wholesome. <laughs> Fifty from 50. New Zealand, Australian, Australian. Yeah, good kid. <laughs> <laughs> Two or three bathrooms. Yeah, <laughs> you know, he, he ain't built like that, man. Nah, man, it's man, it's look, man. You know, and I agree. Um, I and I've always been a Ben Simmons fan, and still am. But okay, we there's a there's a point where you have to take accountability. Yeah, for yourself, right? Yeah, hey, the fans get to be mad because we're paying you all this money. Yeah. And we're, keep, su- we're the re- we're supporting we're we're we gave you everything you wanted. And please man. still try to keep in mind for the people that understand, you know, because obviously this show, my show, more or less caters to what's up, Michaela? Okay, I'm right to say Michaela. Uh, well, he got his bathroom. Right. You got his bathroom, okay? Okay, here go. Go out the door real quick. Don't bump the camera. First Paul here. Give me the, the phone. There, you're fine. You got it. Turn that thing. Yep. You about to uh, the uh, camera. Uh, uh, there you go. You got it. Okay. There you go. Go ahead. Close the door. Good job. Okay. <laughs> so, no. Um. Um. What I'm saying is. Uh. Oh, sorry. If I'm lost my train of thought, y'all. But no. With um. With this entitlement. Yeah. That's yeah. what I was getting to. Yeah. With 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 this entitlement. Uh, you're now seeing that byproduct and, yeah. and, and parents, if we don't start actively trying to fix this, mm-hmm. it's it's just going to keep snowballing and getting mm-hmm. out of control. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And it, it, it's, we are, this is the answer the biggest thing, dude, you're getting paid millions of dollars mm-hmm. and we still are living. We're still living in a pandemic. I mean, yeah, mm-hmm. of course the country's open up the vaccines, mm-hmm. all that. We're not going to get into all that. But I heard there's another variant right now of mm-hmm. COVID. Um, it, it, I forgot the name of it. I saw it on the news. Uh, it, it just seems very. Mm-hmm. It seems very like you're you're very ignorant to the world in which yeah. is going on right now. And oh, I get it, celebrities yeah. and millionaires yeah, yeah. kind of live that way. But but you're very disconnected that people are still fighting for employment. Mm-hmm. There's still people fighting for housing. There's still the rent crisis. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's a lot of shit going on period. There's, there's some good, there's some bad, there's some people, people like me and you've been lucky enough to yeah, yeah. maneuver yeah. And, and keep going. And I count my blessings every yeah. day for that. God shit, bless us. Right. That is good. But I can recognize around me the people that are still struggling. Absolutely. 
the people that and, and you are twenty times above yeah all that shit mm-hmm. and you, because you don't want to play yeah and now you going broke because you want to live an extravagant lifestyle like. Yeah, and yeah. I, and I guess I mean, and you gotta you gotta say it could be speculations too. Yeah, it could be right, and you know, I hope it's not true. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. I mean, he's got a lot of money, right? He's been successful. So, but if you're obviously if you just do sheer numbers, if you're still living the same lifestyle and you don't have the same money coming in, revenue stream coming in, you can equip you can equal that to someone going broke. Right? Yes. So understand it, right? right. Um, my biggest thing is. Like now, which is one of the big conversations, pay me, you know, I want to be paid what I'm, what I'm worth, right? I want to be, you know, because we've always been underpaid and right, stuff like right, that, right, right. right? And then you have a young man who's completely getting compensated for his value, for what he's worth. Mm-hmm. And he's like, yeah, that's still not enough, <laughs> right? You know, and that shows right. you that goes really into entitlement yeah. at that point. Yeah. That's what I can't mess with. Right. I'm str- I struggle with that, right? You know, somebody's saying, you know what, look. I got to hold out because I got to get paid this, right? I know what I can do. I've calculated the numbers. I know what I bring into the stands and boom, 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 boom. This is, I can make this money back, the return of your investment, you know, in a matter of. Uh, Go ahead, close the door and take a seat. Got it? Okay. Yeah, I can I can return this investment in a matter of uh, this amount of time. Right. right. So, Ben Simmons is completely getting compensated for, for what he um what he what he, what, is what he's worth, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah. You know, and so got a max deal, super max. Yeah. yeah, and and so at that at that point, you know, the accountability, and then you know, which one thing um, we can't really prove, I guess, as much, you know, is when everybody's kind of going into the mental, the mental health, yeah, right. And yeah. so, like, okay, what a coincidence. But see, but, but what they said was on the segments and the research that I saw. The team tried to provide him with a therapist. Mm-hmm. He said no. Mm-hmm. And now that he's going broke, now all of a sudden he's like, okay, I'll take that therapist. And mm-hmm. like, it's like, you know what I mean? It, yeah, it's, it's just, just it's, it it's looks a very lot. odd. Yeah, it, it's a lot. And, you know, for me, um, just in, you know, from a work standpoint, for me, I think the mental aspect is very important. I think you should get the mental breaks. Um, depression is a real thing. Uh, mental disorder is a real thing. Yeah. Right. Man, don't play with that. Yeah, for real. Don't play with that. The you know timing, the timing of it again is yeah. just very now. And I'm not saying you know everybody. I'm not saying I'm not trying to be insensitive, but it, it's you know we are very trendy people, mm-hmm. right? We get real trendy. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, oh, okay, you got the Jabos on. Right. You know, I'm going back right. to Jabos. Jabos yeah. I, mean, I like the Jabos, right? <laughs> or the clear Air Force ones. Clear. Woo. Feet was hot. <laughs> Seeing smoke coming off people's toes <laughs> with the with the clear jabos, I'm glad those went away. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> but you know, so we, we you know, and we're trendy, and we're in this instant gratification, instant information based on and whatever I'm the whatever I'm seeing, I intake it, and then I can regurgitate these things. Quick. Right, right. Hey, now I'm a I'm a doctor. Right. <laughs> I'm a scientist. <laughs> you know. I'm a comedian now because right. I can, you know, that's right. what they said, do. I right. looked on YouTube and it said how to be a comedian. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? So, that. yeah. And so I just hope that's not what it is because right now you can't, it's easy to say these things, right? Because it's not a really like, is it? We don't know. It's not, it's not measurable. Yeah, it's not. And it's 
frowned upon to even challenge it. Yeah. Yeah. In this climate. Yes. So he's like, gotcha. Yeah. Hey, hey, say this. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, you, that could be real. I don't, I don't know. Like I said, I'm yeah, not it's taking all it. all allegedly. Yeah, it's I'm not taking it lightly yeah. if, if the young man is going through that, right? But, again, what a coincidence mm. type deal. And I'm like, come on. You know, what is it, man? Or really? Is this, if this was really going on, let's really get to it. Let's yeah. really talk about, hey, I want to. I want you to come in here and let's talk about it. Yeah. Right. Talk about the pressures and the stress that is taking you. Right. Um. To shoot these shots, to make the right plays, and to be one of the most sought after players in the country. Right. That has led you to this. Let's yeah. talk about these things because we need that. We need that information. There's another young man that might be struggling with that same pressure. You know what I'm saying? Let's be real with it. Yeah. Let's be real with it. No, I agree, bro. You know, not just when it's convenient. Right. You know what I'm saying? And so, yeah, that's where, you know, that's my take on Ben Simmons. And Ben Simmons come on, you know, the podcast and <laughs> talk to us. Yeah, right. That'd be, that'd be great, right? <laughs> I, I, um, come on to Rockman and talk to us. <laughs> well, a couple, uh, couple quick uh, things for – that's my last question, then we're out of here. Um, uh, just some quick uh, news. Uh, uh, Zion Williams cleared to play. Uh, clear to practice, I should say. Clear to practice. Uh, share some of them LB yeah, yeah, Zion. Does. I, uh, Mark, Mark Vogel, I heard. Uh, obviously, the front office isn't necessarily happy with. Obviously, the coach is always the easiest to blame, yeah, so yeah, they're yeah. not they're not happy with that situation. Um, trying to think of uh, what other major storylines I was checking out. Um, I think that's it. I think that's. Uh, I think I saw some segment saying Kawhi Leonard's. Yeah, on pace to be doing good, I mean, or I don't but, even know. I'm so used to Kawhi, yeah, something going on yeah, with him. Exactly. So you, you know, know. you know, it's like man, we see you when we see you, right? Type deal. So <laughs> we'll, we'll see. And uh, uh, well, Clay Thompson. That's good. Uh, I'm that ready was, for Clay. That was man. huge. That was huge. Uh, I'm that, ready for Clay to. Who they man. showed like him the last win they had, which shoot, what was it against? I can't remember. But he was sitting on the sideline, and you know, the stadium was like closing, and so he was just sitting there, like mm-hmm. for how long and Steve Kerr talked about it how you know he really wears his heart on his sleeve in terms of for the game and yeah. he just really wants to get back out there it's been a dark two years for him you know what I want to I want to and and if someone like Clay came out and said he's dealing with a lot of depression and mental disorders I can receive it yeah because he's been out for two understand years understand it two understand years. it logic logic all that lines up right it makes sense right? right so it was like but I'm just I'm excited for Clay, man. Yeah, I'm man. excited to see Clay. I'm very curious on his return. You know, just following Clay since he's been in, man, probably a little bit of high school because you know his family. He got family in Portland. Yeah. So some of my boys is real close to um to the Thompson family. So yeah, man. So it's it just be good to just see him back out there again. Well, so be- shout out to Clay, man. Yeah, get man. get healthy, man. It's just. You got a lot of people waiting and and, and pushing for you, my yeah, man. Yeah, man. And so, so uh, last question for you before we get out of here. Um, circling, circling it back, bringing it back to AAU, things mm-hmm. like that. So we know uh, the reclassifying thing is yeah. heavy. <laughs> it's, it's really uh, mm-hmm. huge right now. Uh, I was just curious your take on it. Man, you know, look, let me tell you what y'all got to do. <laughs> Go ahead and just, hey, pre-K twice, let them rock. 
<laughs> That's it. Right. It's simple, man. <laughs> right. Look, if you're looking at your, hey, all you, all you ex-athletes, dudes who got dusty sneakers in the back of their trunk, some Harachis, some pro models. <laughs> some pro <laughs> All you dudes, you know, who got kids, hey, look. Just have them do pre-K twice. Right. Let it rock. Don't play all these games. Right. Man. What about this? Right? <laughs> oh, what, about, what about pre-K twice and then like one middle school year? No, no, nah, nah, we're not doing that, man. Look, look, look. You don't man. want, you yeah, don't want a 17-year-old 20, yeah, freshman? he's 21. You know, when, if you're you're getting black and milds <laughs> in high school, <laughs> if, you can, if you can almost get <laughs> you know, buy go go and get go to the liquor store in high school, man. It's yeah. If yeah, you drive, so if you drive into the school, I'm I'm not a fan of it. I'm just not a fan of it. You know, um, obviously as an AAU um, director and a coach, there is some benefits. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> to having a man out there, <laughs> 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 but nah, man. It's like you know, I'm not a huge fan of the reclassifying. Right, you know. Let it rock, because I think it's just too much gray area, you know, and it's it's really not about the kids as much. Some most of the time, it's about them trying to get the upper hand and the advantage, right? All the time, play. Look, guess what? When you go to college, guess what you can do? You can red shirt, Chris. Right. You can gray, gray shirt. Gray shirt, exactly. These are these are things that help you and say, hey, my body's not developed, but okay, if you can hoop, you can hoop. Yeah. Right. You know what I'm saying? Now I get like the summer babies and stuff like that and you know maybe maybe like ah. yeah yeah but it's like hey if they can hope they can hoop right at some point you got to prove you can get out you, there you, and do it. yeah i mean you, at some point you have to right yeah. and so everybody wants this upper hand and i i'm just not a big fan of yeah. it me either right. me either and i'm big you know i'm big and we have this conversation yeah. all the time i'm big on not taking reclassifieds i've had dude like being at the position i'm in and the fact because like with you guys you know you're just dealing with the high school you yeah, know yeah, yeah, there's literally yeah. and i'm in our club yeah. we could like let's say my fourth graders right now some of my four i could literally have them for the next seven years yeah, yeah. you know what i mean yeah, like they're yeah. gonna be with me a long time and so because we're kind of a unique aau club in the sense we could start from you when you first start mm-hmm. playing basketball till you are mm-hmm. graduated high yeah. school which is cool we do deal with a lot uh, a lot of people trying to say to us like man hey i got my son you know he's in seventh grade uh but we reclassed him like three times and you know and of course yeah, yeah it'd be easy to take that kid and and hey. dominate and look amazing and but you guys as coaches and yeah. AAU clubs you have to ask What's your purpose, man? Like your the purpose should be development. I always say the purpose development, the goal is to win. Yeah. And and of course when you get to high school, it kind of flips around. There's elements of development, but it's not mm-hmm. the main thing, right? Cuz you're yeah. trying to yeah. push these kids out and give them a shot. Yeah. Um the the reclassing, yeah, I'm not I'm not a huge fan of yeah, it either, man. man. I'm I just not. I can't um I can't really rock with it like I said, you know, I think you know, let let the chips shake out how they shake out, right? You know, and and there are like legit reasons that people do it, yeah. right? Um, and so I'm not taking that away. 
It's just when it gets excessive. I think one year's fine, but yeah, it, you know what I'm saying. Come on, There's, man. Remember, you remember when Portland that first year with Keandre's group and the yeah, team we played yeah. with Poe and I mean, we, the, me and you were supposed to play that. Yeah, it, we, you know, <laughs> right. you seeing those kids? Okay, we got to look. Let, right. let me go get the Hirachi. Exactly. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Exactly. You got the pro models, group? right? Like, let's, right. Let's, like, we got a hoop. We're like, playing this is some grown man. Yeah, we're playing damn JC team. Yeah, and I'm like, okay, if we're gonna do that, everybody on that team better be some type of. D1 stud. But if you're doing all that for you to go and not play hoop and you go into JUCO or, right. or whatever or you ain't even playing no more, uh, come on, man. What is it? What is it really for? Oh, you won an eighth grade trophy. Yeah. You won an eighth grade national championship. That's great. Yeah. That's, hey, cares? no kudos to you. But I guarantee you by your junior year, no one gives a fuck. Yeah. Well, you know, you're a phenom right now. And then now guess what? Everybody. Yeah. Where it went from. Five six is sophomore year to <laughs> six foot two. Right. Junior year. Right. Six six three and a half. Right. Senior year. Six four. Six five. Now oh, now you're dealing with a six five and a half, six six point guard. Right. Point four. Yeah. Type dude. And they right? don't and that that's always the biggest thing you know, too. Let it shake out like it shook out. I know? always worry when I see kids that hit growth spurts too fast. You yeah. know what I mean? I prefer kind of the tall, lanky, uncoordinated kid because I know their parents. Yeah. That's what I said. Yeah. <laughs> Like at their parents, right. man. Exactly. Like, okay, you know, and you know, if the parents ain't enough, let me see your grandpa and right. your grandma. You know my team with Muhammad and those guys. Yeah, you saw yeah, like, yeah. you know, I got a few kids there. Yeah, it's yeah, like yeah. what's the it's one lanky? What's the one lanky one? Jacob. Yeah. Jacob yeah, yeah, Butler. Yeah, yeah. Dad six nine. Yeah. Mom six three. Hey, young man. A, <laughs> you know, you're gonna talk, hey, uh, so, hey, how's it going? How's right. It, uh, Mr. <laughs> Stewart. <laughs> you okay? Y'all keep y'all keep that name in mind, yeah. man. Jacob Butler is ja- uh Hey, Mr. Butler. <laughs> You all right? How's how's Jacob doing? How's his family? Yeah, he gonna he gonna be the next Chet. Yeah, he gonna man. be at Gonzaga. Yeah, like you know hell, stuff like you know all. guys like that, man. You just gotta let them let them develop, you know, and and let the chips fall how they fall, man. Like you know, at the end of the day, you just got to man because it's gonna catch up in yeah. some type of way. You know, everybody can't be twenty one like OJ Mayo was <laughs> in high school. <laughs> I, I mean, think that, you're like twenty. They, they talk about uh, that's why uh, Thawne Maker <laughs> yeah, hasn't yeah, developed yeah. it. They think you know. He lied about his age, and he's absolutely. <laughs> I know they did. Boy, you don't know. You go to the tournaments, yeah, like yeah. you go. You see one of some of them big programs. You see some of them Nigerians. Yeah, like, you like. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, there's no way. Yeah, it's like everybody. Everybody was born English. in January. Yeah, they don't know English. <laughs> they don't, some of them only know Come French. On, man, what's going on? Here? It's like. We don't know. Right. <laughs> they bring a birth certificate written in crayon and shit. Yeah, like, we got to stop this, like, man. Like, come on, bro. Yeah, we got to stop this, dude. Yeah. I, um, well, I want to say I appreciate you yeah, being man, on the show, man. It was, uh, love, man. it was great to have you. Yeah. Uh, shout out to my co-host, Mark. I know he's uh, out doing a family thing, so he'll be here gotta soon. Got to do that family stuff, Mark. Yep. And then... Um, uh, KP will be on my next show on Thursday but obviously we push these episodes out on Sunday so catch him for uh, for that next episode this, this is a good episode we're on episode 33 yeah alright uh, that's Scotty Pittman's old number okay right? that's yeah, Scotty yeah, Scotty and Scotty you going fucking crazy right now going I'm gonna crazy. talk about that one episode like long nose like Scotty <laughs> heard that in a rap battle right um, but no uh, I appreciate you doing this web man yeah man it's love man it's love uh, um, you know Shout out to the families uh, yes, who catch this when this episode comes out. Please go ahead, share it, hit that like, subscribe. My Patreon members, thank you for the support. The the money that you send really helps out. Even if you subscribe and you check it out, do a dollar a month. That dollar a month goes a long way to helping with this production cost. I want to keep bringing you guys good stuff. Shout out to my camera guy, Joe. He's doing an Shout amazing job, Joe, man. man. He's, he's doing an amazing job. job. 
And then uh, my little nephew here, you know, he's doing good. You gonna you gonna say hi or anything? Say hi. No, you gotta, you gotta say hi. Say hi. Okay, we can barely hear you. Yeah, but no. Uh, appreciate you being here, Web Man. Yeah, man um, it's love, man. We'll, we'll definitely keep in mind. I'll have links to uh, his IG. Um, check him out. Follow his story. Obviously, if you guys, if this uh, episode catches out in Portland, maybe some guys can jump check you out or yeah. hear it and hear your story. Uh, biggest thing: be safe out there. Uh, obviously, COVID's still a thing, so you know, protect yourselves from that. Uh, enjoy your day. Uh, enjoy your families. Uh, Christmas is coming. Looking forward to that. Uh, this is our Christmas without COVID. Christmas right? without COVID. Yeah, so, you know, you guys be safe out there, and we are out. We out.